1: The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's, it goes beyond communication, it goes to a relationship. Here's
0: drilled them with a right hand, then missed with a wild right, lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eason Hopkins. This is Oscar Plathbong. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country.
1: And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the a- official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shedded.
0: And to start this show, welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, a cast of thousands bringing you Oilers now for Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Game night. One of the NHL's best teams, the Boston Bruins, in town to play the injury-riddled, overachieving Edmonton Oilers, who are 3-1 and one in their last four games without a guy by the name of Connor McDavid, generally regarded as the best player in the National Hockey League. We'll get uh, to some comments from Dave Tippett and company uh, fairly quickly into the show. I'll set up the projected lineups for the two teams as well. Reed Wilkins in the first half hour, 12.35. Regular Wednesday contributor to the show, longtime uh, NHL player, uh, top end agent with Octagon, was a GM at Tampa Bay, and now with the NHL Network, Brian Lawton. 105 from the Cult of Hockey website, David Staples. 135 our nhl insider john shannon here's how you get hold of us you can reach us on a river cree resort casino hotline 780-496-0063 they're bigger and better now 100 smoke free on the main casino floor river cree resort casino excitement bet on it you can text us at our ashley fine floors text line as well 780-496-0063 ashley fine floors ready for your kids pre-game warm-up all right we have a matchup. It is the Edmonton Oilers and the Boston Bruins. Here's how you can get hold of us at Twitter. Brendan Escott's a big part of the show. You can reach out Brendan at uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. That's at Brendan Escott. You can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer. And the show Twitter account is up around, I don't know, 35 36,000, something like that, at Oilers now. Edmonton and Boston. Uh, we will tell you the Oilers. Oh, by the way. Yes, Epstein's mother has just texted the show. Bob, I can't believe you opened up with a song from uh, the legendary band Boston and made no reference to James at 15 and James at 16. And anybody over the age of 50 probably knows what I'm talking about. And maybe anybody under the age of 50... I was like, what are you talking about? But there was a show in the, I'm going to say the late 1970s, circa 76, 77, 78, and around that time, and they often featured songs from the rock group Boston back in the day. They were ahead of their time. Oh, yes, they were. Edmonton Oilers and the Boston Bruins. The Oilers will have $30 million out of the lineup that beat Boston back on January 4th. That was the game in which the Oilers, uh, the Boston Bruins have only lost two regular season home games this year. In regulation, uh, their record at home is 21 2 and 9. And the Oilers have one of those two victories. The uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, winning in Boston that day 4 1. Mike Smith made 35 saves. Mike Smith starts tonight for the Oilers against Boston. Oilers got uh, a little of a fortuitous break. Jake DeBrux healed a pass, and Gaetan Haas tied the game 1-1 on a quick turnover. And then Turnell Nurse came down the left side wall with five seconds left in the period. Would have never shot the puck normally at the net, but he did that time. And it squeezed in through Yaroslav Halek, who's been lights out last four starts for Boston. 2-1 at that point. Then Cassian set up McDavid on a breakaway to make a 3-1. And then the orders Leon Dreisett will put it away with an E-N-G. Tonight, no Connor McDavid. Though he is back with the team. Though Dave Tippett didn't say very much about that. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum, we found out yesterday, shut down next two to three weeks with a shoulder injury. Of course, McDavid out with a quad injury. James Neal has had a setback on his foot, still uh, at least a couple of weeks away. Zach Cassian, obviously, game three of a seven game suspension tonight. Chris Russell remains out with a concussion protocol. Joe Kim Nygaard recovering from a broken hand. All six of those players played in Boston when the Orders won 4 1. In fact, in that game, the Oilers' top line was McDavid, Centering James Neal, and Zach Kassian. Nygaard was on the Oilers' third line. He had two breakaways in that hockey game. Uh, Clefbaum was obviously in the Oilers' first pairing, and that was a game that Russell uh, was in the Oilers' second pairing to start the game. All right, Edmonton will roll if Dry settle up front with Rnh and Yamamoto. The Oilers, the number one ranked power play in the NHL, the number tied for the number two ranked PK unit. Dry settle his last eighteen games, thirty four points plus eleven. Rnh. Uh, Last 18 games has 24 points, and since his AHL recall... Kato Yamamoto has 9-9-18 and 18 and is plus 12. And the Edmonton Oilers are 12-4-2 in those 18 games. Riley Shane and Josh Archibald taking it on, taking on more minutes. They'll play with Tyler Benson. You sense it, a slow-building confidence with Oilers head coach Dave Tippett and Tyler Benson. That's a good sign for the Oilers' uh, developmental model. Colby Cave will center to Jarrett Caron and Patrick Russell. Gaetan Haas, who scored against Boston, with Sam Gagne and Alex on. Darnell Nurse will be with Ethan Barricade. Caleb Jones paired with Adam Larson. William Lagason will play his fourth NHL game. He'll start the game paired with Matthew Benning. The aforementioned Mike Smith, 16-10-4, a 10 point, uh, 2.93 goals against the average, 9.04 save percentage. The Oilers earlier today recalled Evan Bouchard, sent Marcus Granlin back to the Miners bouchard seven goals 26 assists 33 points in 50 games this year minus nine he's got three goals and 17 points in his last 20 games this game's really taken off here under the guidance of uh, edmonton's farm team head coach jay woodcroft and dave manson boston comes in uh, 16 9 and 3 on the road the orders are 15 9 and 4 at home their top line this is as good as there is in the National Hockey League. Patrice Bergeron with Brad Marchand and David Pasternak. Marchand, the last three years, 85, 80, and 100 points. Bergeron's 16th year in the Boston organization. He had 79 points last year. David Pasternak, all he's done so far this year is score 42 goals, which leads the NHL. Uh, 34, 35, 38 goals the last three years. He's already surpassed that this year. David Krejci with local product. Jake DeBrusk, the son of Louis DeBrusque. Jake had 27 goals last season. Krejci, plus 20 so far this year. Carson Coleman out of Minnesota Duluth will be on the right side of that line. Charlie Coyle with uh, Anders Bjork, a, a fleet-footed uh, winger that's dealt with some shoulder issues over the last couple years out of Notre Dame. This is a player that uh, Peter Cirelli and Keith Gretzky drafted back in 2014, and I know that the owners have always liked him as a guy, but that, uh, the, certainly a player capable of being a top-nine player. Danton Heinen's on the right wing of that line. Right shot player to Denver University. 47 points a couple of years ago. He's had kind of middle in numbers, and his cap hit might result in him potentially being moved at some stage. Sean Corelli with Kim Nordstrom and hard-hitting Chris Wagner. On defense, the ageless wonder himself. Now 42 years of age, Zdeno Chara. Plus 238 in his 14 seasons in Boston with uh, Charlie McAvoy, who, by the way, I incorrectly stated during the broadcast on Saturday, or on Sunday rather, that he had 13 goals. He has three. So my eyesight's starting to go here as I, I get a little bit older. I apologize for that. Tory Krug with Brandon Carlo, former Tri City American, played for Bob Torrey's organization. Matt Greslick, another guy drafted uh, by Keith Gretzky and Pete Cirelli, uh with Jeremy Luzon who uh, suffered a, uh, a nasty skate cut a few years ago in the Quebec League. Tuca Rask, seven years as the number one goaltender in the NHL. Boston is the best defense team in the NHL, giving up just 2.32 goals against. And Tuca's record is 22-5-6, a uh, 2.08 goals against average, 931 save percentage. The Oilers have six regulars out. The Bruins are basically healthy. It's going to be a tough one tonight at Rogers Place as we go into... The owner now out of your vault for the first time today for Direct Workwear, where safety means savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here we go. Dave Tippett was asked about what would the recipe for success be tonight against Boston.
1: They are a good team. They're, they're a solid team all the way through. It's going to be a great challenge for our group, but we—we we got i I'm more concerned about our group and making sure we play the way we can. And uh, if we do that, we'll give ourselves a chance to win. You know, I like the way we're playing lately. We're playing hard. There's some basic principles of our game that have been real strong in place, and that's we've got to keep tonight.
0: Edmonton Oilers recalling Evan Boucher Tippett had these comments.
1: While we're pretty lean right now, we we only have six defensemen, so we. Uh, I would uh, if we got into. A, uh, injury situation, or somebody got sick this afternoon. It's easier to go 11 and and uh, seven than it is to go uh, to go down to five D. So we just need an extra D around here right now. And uh, Evans played well. We'd like to get him in here, just get him around for a few days, and see where he's at.
0: Caleb Jones has not played a lot of minutes over the last couple of games. He's averaging 13 minutes and one second per game. But Dave Tippett says Jones thrives with extra minutes.
1: Caleb, you can see there's a there's an extra extra confidence in him. You know, like you, when you're a young player and you're kind of trying to make it, not sure if you can make it. You uh, you tend to be tentative and 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 making sure you're not making mistakes now. He's played enough now where he gets in the game and he just plays. Right. And the more he plays the better he plays and he's uh he's ready for this challenge. You know, he's he's one of our young guys. You got him and Leggy have both been wanting a little more time and uh, they're gonna get their they get their ice time now and so we'll see what they can do with it. But both of them are both of them are ready to go. They're they're excited for the opportunity.
0: All right. Uh, the Evans Oilers, as we head into the trade deadline which is Monday and we will have extended deadline day coverage on six 6- 30 cheds starting at 11 that day with reed wilkins rob brown from the studio in edmonton and myself and jack michaels down in southern california uh the orders are at 80 according to CapFriendly.com. Uh, at least they were this morning or actually yeah they'd be at 81 million after the flip today of grandland and uh bouchard so they've got roughly i don't know 400,000 in cap i guess if you do the changeover from this morning and it gives them a cap space of about a million-dollar player that they can take at the deadline. That's, now, that's a rough thing you can massage. Them. Edmonton doesn't have a lot of cap uh, maneuverability. Uh, this is Dave Tippett talking about the fact that he doesn't like interfering with uh, Ken Holland's personnel decisions.
1: You know, you know what? I think Ken has a pretty good handle on things. We've uh, we've really concentrated on trying to do what we have to do as a team, and uh, I'm sure Ken, if he's there's something there that he thinks can help us, we'll we'll look at it. But right now we're I'm focused on trying to make sure our team is ready to play every night. And our players have done a good job of that. We've really, you know, kind of blocked a lot of that stuff out. We're we've got to prepare to play, especially with the injuries we have. We have to make sure we're everybody's all in. So that's that's the concentration today. And uh, we'll see where it goes for the rest of the week. But Ken and his people up there are doing, I'm sure they're doing their due diligence, and we've got to do ours down here.
0: We're in our Oilers Now Audio Vault segment for Direct work where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. I think Edmonton will do something. I don't think it'll be something huge. I could maybe see an addition in the bottom six for the forwards at some stage. A reminder, they're going to get Connor McDavid back. When? Mm, a little bit evasive. I mean, if I was to hazard a guess, possibly against Los Angeles on Sunday but I don't 100% know I'd be the first to tell you that. So Edmonton and Boston, and we're going to hear from a couple of rookies tonight. Uh, Caleb Jones had this to say in facing a good Boston team with all the injuries the Oilers have.
2: They're obviously a really good team. They're they're battle tested. They've been through a lot of uh, a lot of wars together. Um, they're playing well right now. I think they're first in the Eastern Conference, for not mistaken. Uh, so it's going to be a good challenge. You know, we we've played some good teams here. The last, you know, a little bit banged up, and um, we're looking forward to it. And, you know, we have a, a really good group of guys in there, and and we're proving right now that uh, we can you know be more than a one man team. So we'll try to keep it going.
0: And Tyler Benson uh, again today. We'll play with Riley Sheen and Josh Archibald, who've been huge uh, for uh, the Oilers here. Uh, By the way, Riley Sheen is now represented by Rich Winner out of uh, Edmonton, and Josh Archibald is represented by Steve Bartlett. And they are both unrestricted free agents, and logic would dictate that they have probably merited extensions. Archibald's become a bit of a glue guy on the team. But Benson is up with those two guys and had these comments on playing with two veteran players. Yeah, no, I mean, just kind of watching them throughout the whole year. They seem like two guys that have had uh, chemistry throughout the whole year, so being able to play with them, uh, they've helped me out a lot. Uh, they're two really responsible players, and then they just work really hard out there, so I'm just trying to help as much as I can. And there's – I can't reiterate the point more. Benson had two really good games on the weekend. He made some plays. Um, the coach put him out in difficult situations towards the end of the game, and uh, – Many people that have watched Tyler thought, you know, he might need four, five, six games to to make an impact. But the orders injuries have been such that he's had to accelerate that uh, growth. And you know, he's he has played a year and a half in the minors, a full year and a half too, not uh, been injury riddled as he was much of his junior career. All right. So Edmonton and Boston tonight. When we come back, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will set up tonight's game. This is Orders Now. <laughs>
1: I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chet.
0: 12.3 well, you Edmonton, Bob Stauffer with you at Rogers Place, Edmonton, Boston. I think we're almost sold out tonight. You might want to check EdmontonOilers.com. Uh, I know there's uh, tickets available for Friday's game against Minnesota. The Bruins and the Oilers, it's a 6 30 start nationally broadcast in the states as well. Uh, unfortunately, no Connor McDavid, but the Oilers winning games. Just before we bring uh, Brendan Escott's uh, back to the Chat Studios, we're going to bring Reed Wilkins in here momentarily. Reed, I had to give back my man card today. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We're, we're getting a new washing machine in the uh, Palatial Stoffer Estate in the city southwest part. And uh, apparently, when uh, a, a certain organization that might have had a two sons that uh, played for the Edmonton Oilers at one time or another, or at least one, uh, but two boys that played in the NHL. Apparently, I'm told that you have to unhook the water when you get the washing machine replaced. Okay. And in my haste as father of the year material, I rushed my son off to school today. I neglected to uh, to grab the wrench and unhook the water. So my petite wife ended up having to do that so i'm going to be giving back now do you have any of these domestic duties at your place
2: uh well yes because i i live alone though uh you know i do uh if something like that i would probably get some assistance from my father he's a very handy gentleman yes uh but i do you know i do obviously have to do
0: several domestic duties yes it's horribly embarrassing (laughs) for me to admit but i might be the least mechanically inclined man on the planet well i i'm with you there and i and i'm
2: not interested in it either like you want me to go you know cook something or whatever i'm like great let's let's dive cook. into I, the kitchen i, and do I it. can't cook either oh really yeah. <laughs> okay and well you, you and have i'm a nice, not really that artistic you have a nice personality though bob nobody actually says that Reid. come on <laughs>
0: All right, let's get to it. Uh, you're making me sound like Brad Marchand here. but uh, <laughs> No, I've never said he has a nice personality. Trust me. <laughs> uh, he's a guy you love to hate, but he's a heck of he's a little He's bald. an outstanding hockey player. He's a great he gets player. gets away
2: with a lot. Of, uh, we all think, well, I think most of us think Chara got away with something uh, one week ago. But I, this is, I mean, it's another tough game for the Oilers. The, the thing that... It's really tough without Clefbaum. I mean, that's 25 minutes. That's all situations. That's a guy who's, you know, p- pretty good at everything and and you know almost excellent at at a couple of things. But what I'm hoping is that the Oilers' depth players, the bottom six, can can do what they did on the weekend, and that's at least play the game in a straight line. Don't try to be too fancy. Check, advance the puck from one zone to the next and try to get it below the icing line and and, and kill some shifts off that way and grind a little bit. But, you know, Boston has a lot of players that, that can do that too. And if they get doing that with a... And I think Jones has played well, but he hasn't played a lot. And he's going to have to play more, and he's going to have to play against some, some tougher competition. But, again, with the Oilers have been playing committed, and they've been getting good goaltender goaltending, so I still think they're going to be in the game, but a tougher opponent to get over the hump against than what we saw on the weekend. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I mean, if they win this one tonight, $30 million bucks out of the lineup, their number one defenseman, their best player up front, but... Uh, you know, six regulars that were playing the last time these two teams met. Yeah, Edmonton won four-one in Boston. You you win a game tonight like this, you're starting to think, all right, this is this is heading the right direction. You know what? It's heading in the right direction either way, Reed, isn't it? Well, it, it is, and I mean they're they're
2: very well positioned to be in the playoffs, even though that Pacific Division is so tight. They have some games in hand yeah. on some teams, and and even being you know three four points up on the best non-playoff team is still significant because those teams, whether it's Winnipeg or Nashville, uh, I mean, I don't really consider Minnesota being in it any, anymore, but if it's Winnipeg or Nashville, they have to pass everybody in the division and, and then pass the Oilers. I, I think, you know, I said when McDavid went down, if they can go 500 with, without McDavid, they're going to be fine when he gets back. They may not be in first place. Right. And so he's probably going to miss two more for two sure. More for sure. I, I mean Anaheim on Tuesday is exactly two weeks since we were told two weeks. Well that would be eight games. That I'm would saying. be eight games. So I mean if they're four and four after eight games, no, that would mean they lose three of the next four, which would be disappointing because they yeah. play a couple of teams if they're five and three without McDavid, maybe second of the division, maybe three or four up on the playoff cut line, it's perfectly fine as, as you head into March. What time are we uh, rolling tonight? Like five? Five o'clock tonight, games at 6.30. Uh, Cam Connor is our alumni guest tonight.
0: Cam Connor, you'll have to ask him about him getting his uh, name etched onto the Stanley That's Cup. That's right. Because there was a big challenge over that back in the day. And he once had to fight Ben Wilson, too. And that he'd be the first to tell you that was a very difficult story. Was that story. Ben with an H, B-E-H-N? Yes, that was Ben. He was <laughs> top five tough guys of all time, Ben Wilson. He was a, na- and a little bit psycho, too. He was a killer back in the day, back when we still talked about such things in hockey. Now we don't. Of course, we use much more eloquent terms. Right. All right. uh, Up next, a global news weather. Thank you very much, Reid, by the way. A global news weather traffic update, and uh, that is with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, our Oilers now headliner today, Brian Lawton. From Roger's Place, on a game night, this is Oilers Now.